0: morning, everybody. It's time for the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on the Sports Hub 102.3 and BC Sports Radio. My name is Freddie. I am the insignificant, significant one, the anti-DJ, if you will, with me in the studio today. We have Dirty Derek, of course. Derek, how you doing this morning? Lovely, Freddie. How you doing? I'm living the dream and Dr. Johnny Blindside, of course. How you doing, John? I'm just cheesy today. you want to hear a story about John's visit to Gang. We're going to listen to it. We're going to hear that in a second or two. We have a very special guest. We got him Faded by Polacks because we're giving away free cheese. <laughs> My good friend Eddie Agintovich here. He is a craft beer connoisseur. <laughs> I will dub him that. What's up, Ed? Yeah, not much. Just living life pretty. All right, man. That's what I like to hear. We got a lot of good stuff going around, and I'm sure uh, if he could find his slippers, he'll be in Billy from the Backyard Ale House today. <laughs> He's looking for his slippers. One got lost underneath his footlocker, so we're going to have to see if he can make it in, or is he just going to come in with one slipper this morning? <laughs> Hopping. Always so much good times. So, so many good times had at the Backyard Ale House, and you can have some, too. You can go on and do that up. Linda. Street in downtown Scranton, Dirty Derek. What do you got on
1: deck for us today? Ah, uh, this week has been—it's been a hectic morning for me trying to cut. I was uh, cutting the cheese all morning. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> is that what that was? Oh, I gotta sit next yeah, to him too. Yeah, uh-huh. there's gonna be uh, the, let the uh, the pun alert be put out there. There's probably gonna be an overabundant amount of puns made today. Uh, we're doing... This is a, a cheese and beer pairing show. Okay. This, this was all set up. Uh, we have author Janet Fletcher calling in. She actually wrote the book called Cheese and Beer. And the whole thing just really breaks down. It's really done wonderfully. It's broken down by beer style. Recommended the cheeses. There's photos throughout. So you can really see what these look like. So you know, what you're looking for. Gets into all these flavor profiles and everything. So all the pairings I did this week with the beers were based on what she recommended in her book. So really, we're going through all these different flavors. Some are going to be contrasting. Some are complementary. It really is going to get into what style of beer it is With what kind of cheese you want to have with it Because you don't want to have anything too pungent But we'll let her get into all the uh, the specifics on this The first one we're doing This is uh, Oscar Blue's Dale's Pale Ale This is a very well-known pale ale uh, A lot of people have seen this throughout the area It's pretty widely available I think actually Backyard has it They they have it on tap rotating Cooper's has it on tap rotating A lot of the, the craft beer places you're going to want to go to in this area Really have this one rotating through on tap So it's pretty readily available uh, really smooth pale ale, 6.5%. So it's a little little higher on the ABV, but uh, I actually brought a brand nice tall boy into this one, which is nice, too, because oh, they actually they sell them in tall boys. And all of um,
2: the Oscar Blues come yeah. in cans. That's one of the uh, breweries that does canning.
1: And uh, what we're pairing this one with, this is just a, a straight New York cheddar, just like a yellow cheddar, a Little not, not like a real sharp cheddar, but more of a smooth, so really it, it's a, a complementary characteristic because you don't really have anything that's too... Overly in your face flavor wise. Pale ale is really nice, reserved, little hoppy characteristic, but kind of mellowed, not in your face like an IPA would be. And this cheddar is very, you know, I don't want to say middle of the road. It's a good cheddar. It's just, uh, you know, cheddar isn't really known for being extremely pungent unless you're getting like a sharp cheddar or something like that. This is more of a mild. Everybody needs a little good cheddar now and then. <laughs> it's good to have good cheddar. What do you
0: think of that beer, Ed? Uh, it, it is, it's very drinkable. Uh,
1: I think it's light on malty, uh, citrusy hops. Uh, it, it, it's very good. I never had it before. I'm, I'd buy it again. Oh yeah, first yeah. taste. Is that usually the response that you think you would get, Dirty Derek? For the dales, yeah. The, the yeah. dale, the dale's uh, pale ale has a really good following, and it's actually kind of. I don't know if this is their flagship beer, but it really is one of the beers that this brewery is really well known for. And they actually have a, a couple other ones they built out. They have like a deviant dales. Which is a a double IPA Built out of this And it's really the the base For a lot of their beers That they go through Okay, John's is gone
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can I have some cheese, Derek? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Because you're talking about cheese here Oh,
1: got Cheese it up Grab a couple pieces Uh, Take this right here Yeah, and all the cheeses So nothing that we have here I a I didn't import anything This is all I went up to Wegmans Picked out the cheeses I mean, these are all cheeses You're going to be able to find around Derek didn't
2: go to Europe To get the cheese and bring it
1: back Yeah, I had a a really late flight Last night Uh (laughs) I made the cheese myself as well. <laughs> well Billy, you found Billy <laughs> slipper on the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody give Ed a piece of cheese before <laughs> he drops over. Get man. some more cheese with that, Ed. Oh, no, good, wine my cheese? So What's done. nice with this is it's a, it actually adds a little bit of body to the beer because I mean it's not it's not a thin. I mean for a pale ale this is actually a little as I said a little maltier. It's got like a nice body to it. it. It really what keeps this from going into the IPA category is just the hops. It's not as hoppy. But as far as the uh, the aroma, it's it's there. It's not you know as aggressive, but the body is there. Even the alcohol, I mean, it's a six point five percent, which is a little higher than a standard pale ale. But it really has all the characteristics. It's just a little more reserved in the hops. But putting this cheese with it, the the flavors really play off one another, and you kind of get the, uh, the the sharpness of the cheddar comes through a little bit but it's very much subdued nice. and just kind of melts really with the beer and just melds all into this really nice creamy it, it texture. It really
2: d- it really does go together so well that when you you know the drink if, if the cheese is in your mouth and you're taking a sip of this beer yeah. it really goes well together and then the the taste is so smooth.
1: And what's great with all these things, too, like if anyone's out there, you should grab a pen and paper, because when she calls in and we start really getting into the, the notes, this is something that's great that you could have friends come over. This is an easy thing to do at your house. You know, people do the, the beer pairing dinners and stuff all the time. Yeah. That can get a little, little heady, and you really need to have a lot of different uh, understandings of things going on. A cheese and beer pairing one is something, that, you know, you can go up to Wegmans, make yourself a six-pack, grab some cheeses, there you go. And then you could just sit there and, you know, wax philosophical with people all evening, and all of a sudden they're like, oh... I thought you were an idiot, but uh, (laughs) it's not like you know what you're talking about. But as long as you're giving us cheese,
0: Babylon. (laughs) That is excellent. It does taste really, really good. Great idea. And and before you said that, Derek, about how it would make a party nice, or it's just really, I was thinking, what a great way to start off before dinner. Yeah, like you know, aperitif. yeah, definitely. Yeah. You everybody gets their first glass of beer, and then you pass around these cheeses, uh, and it's great. It's a great way yeah. to start off to a fabulous dinner. Then it sucks if the dinner bites. You know, <laughs> you go, so you're running it back it into the, the other room. You don't scraping. want to quickly go downhill after appetizers. Right.
1: Happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. That's really what this is getting into is just the the whole play. Like we've had Gene in here before talking right. about you know food and beer pairings and just the the flavors that go off one another. But it's just something as simple as cheese. Like, you know, there is such a wide variety of cheeses available and the flavors and the, what's added to them. Like some of the cheeses we're going to get into a little later, they're a little more pungent or uh, stinky, if you will. Stinky cheese. And, uh, you know, those you're going to need to have pairing with certain types of beer. If we, if we took, you know, later on, we're going to be having the Great Divide Oatmeal Yeti Stout, which is a really nice, flavorful, powerful stout, really enjoyable. But you need to have a cheese that's very flavorful to go with it. If we put that with this uh, pale ale, the cheese would, you know, dominate the flavor profile of the beer and it would kind of almost make the beer disappear. You wouldn't have those flavors coming through. So you really need to have something that's going to play off one another and have that complementary flavor with one another. So the
2: lesson is don't make your beer disappear.
1: Yeah. There you go. Wow. We got Dr. Seuss over here. <laughs> I'm learning. He is a cool cat. We can't find his hat. He left it at Oma Gang. Oh, under yeah. a tent. <laughs> we, have, we have to hear John's story.
0: Yeah, That's John, a, do you remember your story from Momagay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember part of it.
2: Oh, John, I think I <laughs> left a it up there. Great uh, Belgium comes to Cooperstown, and I was up at the festival last week. And, uh, or was it last week or two weeks ago? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was two weeks ago. It was two weeks two ago, weeks ago yeah. John. and uh, Fantastic <laughs> time. Up under the tent up there, all kind of great beers, that are craft beers, uh, import beers. and uh, It's tough to get there. I was lucky to be up there and... and, and Partake in that uh, that festival, and they do a great job every year. That is
1: cool. It wasn't a story. That was just a little Part- blur <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't know
0: anything. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember what happened.
2: You know, when you drink, you drink that many beers and just tasting them, I mean, you're taking little tiny sips of them, but you're you're going to try to taste a lot because there's hundreds of beers up there. Um, things get fuzzy. And uh, So I really
0: don't have a story about what I don't remember When you wake up with grass in your ass and tarp (laughs) on your face You know you had a good time That's the bottom line it was a good time. It was a good time. That's cool. Uh, what time is our uh, lovely guest calling in today? We're gonna be getting in uh, ten
1: fifteen. All right, we'll, we'll see that about also. that. Yeah, we should be good. Okay. I got, everything was it was organized ahead of time. I made sure. After a little uh, kerfuffle we had two weeks ago, with, it's it was, all good. We, we uh, I've just been very on top of. All right, this is when we're calling. This is how we're organizing, and we're doing all, right. all this stuff.
0: So we're we're good. Pretty we groovy be. stuff, boys. Pretty groovy stuff. We're gonna take the break now, and uh, we're gonna have more beer, and we're gonna have more cheese, and we're. We're waiting on Billy see if he found his um the Magic his Slipper. <laughs> the Magic Slipper, so he can make his way here to the Beer Geeks Radio. Are you listening to Sports Hub on 102.3 NBC Sports Radio?
3: There's only one place that loves beer as much as you, Cooper's Seafood House in Scranton and Pittston. With over 450 craft brews and 28 rotating taps, you're sure to find your favorite beer. Cooper's also has the area's only digital beer menu, so you can search for your suds and their ingredients before you order. For a limited time only, text COOPERS to 7288. 7288- and be in the running to win a pair of tickets to the Talk Like a Pirate Day beer tasting September 19th at Cooper Seafood House in Scranton. New members, play $200 on us, only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Now through September, sign up for our Players Club, play your favorite slots, and we'll cover your losses up to $200. And that's just the beginning. You'll get exclusive benefits like discounted or free rooms, great deals at our restaurants, and much more. Join today and play $200 on us, only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Legendary fun. Visit MountAiryCasino.com for more details. Gambling problem? Call one 800 GAMBLER.
4: This just in, the banks cannot keep up with the record number of vehicle repossessions. Lee Hynden Kia will be holding an exclusive sell-off of repossessed, unclaimed, auction-bought and previously bank-owned cars, trucks and SUVs including Acura, GM, Ford, Honda, Hyundai, Lexus, Nissan, Toyota and even Mercedes. Save thousands with up to 50% off original MSRP on truckloads of vehicles, many with original factory warranties through Monday only at Lee Hynden Kia on Blakey Boulevard drive home with $49 down and then just pay off or finance the outstanding balance on repossessed, unclaimed, auction-bought, and bank-owned vehicles. <laughs> Guaranteed credit through a nationwide lending program that guarantees automotive credit regardless of any previous credit problem. Lee and Kia is offering a 100% credit guarantee. No dealers, please. This event is open to the general public only through Monday, only at Lee and Kia on Blakeslee Boulevard. Again, that is through Monday only at Lee and Kia on Blakeslee Boulevard. GEICO
1: Motorcycle presents Reflections from the Road. You can't beat the open road. But saving money on motorcycle insurance is a close second. That's why I switched to GEICO. Reminds me of the time I switched to a new helmet without a face mask and swallowed a bunch of gnats when I accidentally yawned. Those suckers tasted bad. Unlike GEICO Motorcycle Savings, which always tastes real good. Guygo Motorcycle Insurance.
5: See how much you could save. Think you need to wait till the kids are grown and life settles down before you paint? Think again. We paint now. With bare Premium Plus paint only at the Home Depot and only $23.96 a gallon, it covers the colors of the past and lets future messes wipe right off. Let's stand up to what life throws at us and at our walls. Let's do this. Bear Premium Plus just $23.96 a gallon. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Price may vary by store location. U.S. only. See store for details.
3: Foreclosure is hard on every member of the family, but your family is not alone. If you're struggling with your mortgage, there is help. To learn about the government's Making Home Affordable program, visit makinghomeaffordable.gov or call 1-888-995-HOPE to speak to a HUD-approved housing counselor. It's free of charge. Visit makinghomeaffordable.gov or call 1-888-995-HOPE today. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, NeighborWorks America, and the Ad Council.
0: All right, we're back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. We have cheese, we have beer, we have good friends, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Got another 45 minutes left to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Uh, Jump on our Facebook page if you want to give a comment, if you want to suggest a beer we should try. If you have your own home brew and you want to bring some up and let the Beer Geeks give it a shot, or a taste, I should say, to make it happen, do that. And as promised, right now on the show, she is the author of Cheese and Beer. And Derek, being that we have Cheese and Beer, and you have a mouthful of it right now, <laughs> let us not waste any time. Ugh, there we go. And please introduce Mrs. Jan- Miss Janet Fletcher from Cheese and Beer. Man, beautiful book, Janet. Welcome to the show, the Beer Geeks Radio Hour.
3: Thank you for having
0: me. We're very happy to have you today, and we're having some cheese and beer, and I'm going to turn you over to Dirty Derek now, and I got him on hand, in handcuffs, so you don't have to worry, all right?
6: <laughs>
3: good morning, Derek.
1: Oh, good morning. Well, first of all, thank you so much for calling in. I know it's uh, Saturday morning, which is not always the most convenient time, but, you know, what can you do? We like to drink at 10 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: well, I'm 7 here, so I haven't oh, had my right.
1: Well, then an extra special thank you. <laughs> well, I guess, first of all, like, how, how did you come to get into this whole idea of, you know, we're, we're, we've done a couple of food and beer pairing things on the show before. How did you come into doing exclusive getting into just cheese and beer pairing? <laughs>
3: Well, I, I wrote the book because nobody else had written it, and I saw a great opportunity. I really believe that, cheese, uh, that beer is a better match for cheese than wine is. As much as I love wine and I, I drink wine, um, I feel like the harmonies are better with beer. So I uh, looked around and saw that nobody had even addressed that topic and, and felt like it, was, uh, it would be a, a whole lot of fun to research. Mm. <laughs> and it sure was. So I, I spent, um, you know, I spent a couple of years really taking a deep dive into beer and trying to get to understand all the different. Uh, craft beer styles. I'd always enjoyed beer. I'd always drunk what I considered to be good beer, but I'd never really studied it.
0: Janet, oh. I don't mean to interrupt you, but you probably are one hell of a great first date. <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right. Maybe so. Okay, there you go. All right, I'm sorry. a
0: little past that. All right, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. It was just when things pop in my head, I gotta scream. It doesn't always work, but um, it's cool. I'm sorry to interrupt.
3: So I, uh, you know, just started uh, ramping up my drinking as my, to my, let's say, ramping up my research. <laughs> and, just make sure, uh, you make bet that sure even, uh, even a better second day. <laughs> categories, and then I, I knew because I'd spent so many years writing about cheese, and I understood cheese, and I understand pairing because you know I've done a whole lot of it, mm-hmm. and I felt like if I could just understand. Uh, you know, beer styles. I would really know what direction to go in with cheese because you know what happens. What happened to me until I really started studying beer was I'd go into a place like Whole Foods and I'd look at that wall of beer and I would just feel lost. Your head explodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so I wanted to help people navigate that experience, and, and I, I'm I am now so much more comfortable mm. knowing that if I'm looking at something called an amber ale, I kind of know what it's going to taste like, and I know what sort of cheeses might go with it. Yeah,
1: and, and it's great the way that you broke the book down too. Is it's, it's broken down by style, so people, if you really don't have a full understanding, because someone may have had a pale ale and don't know what that term means, but if they're flipping through and say, "Oh, I had a Sierra Nevada pale ale, but I forgot that was a you know a pale ale or whatever," it, it's really good the way it's broken down because people can kind of flip through without having that real in-depth background knowledge for all of this. So it makes it a yeah. lot easier as you're setting it through.
3: Well, and I, uh, you know, I came to understand um, some brewers play by the rules and make, you know, a, a Saison that tastes like a, a yeah. traditional Belgian Saison. And then others go, you know, kind of go crazy and um, color outside the lines and make, um, you know, put their own individual stamp on some of these beer styles. So it's not always easy to, to put a beer into, you know, they don't all fit very neatly into styles, but more or less.
2: Yeah, more or less. but it's always fun, isn't it? <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not tired yet. Um, <laughs> good. I, I mean, I, now when I look at that wall of beer at Whole Foods or somewhere else, I go, oh, my God, life is too short. Yeah. <laughs> There's when, not you, enough time yeah. to all yeah. yeah. these delicious beers.
1: Once you break through that wall and that kind of intimidation factor has gone over, then it becomes uh, an exploration and you just want to keep going through everything.
3: Right, yeah. And I think, you know, what I try to encourage people to do is to always try something different. Yeah. To not keep going back to the ones you love, but to always, uh, if you know, buy something you like, but also buy something you don't know. And, and that's how you get to expand your, you know, your beer vocabulary.
1: And it keeps, you know, building on your palate as well. So when you get used to these different flavors, then you can start to really pick apart different little subtle nuances. Like you are saying, the Saison, if someone adds, say, a white peppercorn to it, you might have picked up on that when you first had that on its own. But if you have traditional Saisons and have these, you know, ones that people are dabbling with different flavors, you can kind of pick them apart a lot easier.
3: Absolutely. And I mean, you need to understand, I think, what the classics are. Uh, You know, as part of your training and education, you need to know who the standard bearers are and get to understand what, you know, what is a classic uh, pale ale? What is a classic uh, Bach? And then you can, it's like anything that you're trying to master. You want to know who, you know, who's the best? Who's the best, uh, you know, rock guitarist? And then you can evaluate other people. Um, so that's where I started, was to try, trying to taste the classics and then, um, you know, tasting yeah. what some of those interpretations are.
1: It's just building on everything. What we're, what we're having right now, actually, we have uh, from Jolly Pumpkin, their Bam Noir which is, uh, you know, has that little tart characteristics, the farmhouse funk that they have at Jolly Pumpkin, but it's a little bit of a darker. And we have that paired, like all the <laughs> pairings I did this week with the cheese based on right out of your book. And so far, we're, we're one for one. We did the uh, Dale's Pale Ale with some straight New York cheddar, and it was great. And uh, we have this yeah. one now paired with, uh, we have the Bam Noir paired with the Cripple, tree, uh, cripple triple <laughs> Cream Brie. That's like hard to say for some reason. So, could, could you describe, like, guys, could you walk us through this, the flavor profiles that are playing off one another within this one?
3: Well, for me, uh, these beers that have um, sour notes or funky notes, they need something to kind of tame them a little bit, these mm-hmm. wild beers, and that's why I love triple creams with them because triple creams are, by definition, very high in fat, very buttery, and that just softens that bold acidity um, in a sour beer. I don't know the Benoir uh, firsthand. Is it... Um, is there some uh, sourness there? Yeah, it's, it's definitely. Sim-
1: yeah, it, it's similar. Um, I think in the book, what one did, did you talk to the about the Bambier? Bambier, yeah. Uh-huh. It's 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 very similar to that. It's just a, it's a darker variation, basically, of that in, in terms. Okay,
3: things. so it's got it's a little more malty, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Than, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, then that's going to pick up on those buttery notes in the in the triple cream brie. You know, I always find that malt uh, res- corresponds or harmonizes very well with cheeses that have buttery notes. And it just, it's like putting butter on toast. It's mm-hmm. that same Yum. harmony.
0: Yeah, I want some toast
1: now.
3: <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm hungry too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, you're just <laughs> you just <get> woke up, you can have breakfast. <laughs> That's good times. Well, when, when you're, when we were making these kind of pairings, what would you, I know some people make the argument with uh, food and beer that there are no bad pairings. Uh, but what would you, I mean, I, I, kind of, I don't agree with that. I think that there are, um, I don't know where you stand on that, but w- would you say that there are bad pairings? And if so, what, what would you consider a bad pairing?
3: Well, for me, a bad pairing would be to put a really tart cheese, like a tangy goat cheese with a, a beer that has some sweetness, uh, or a lot of malty, you know, caramelly notes. Um, so, uh, you know, something like a double, or a, or a quad um, with a, a tangy goat cheese, and the other way I think you can really go wrong is if you get the balance wrong. So you have like a really delicate cheese with a big beer, mm-hmm. or vice versa, you have a you know a monster cheese something really pungent, like a you know uh, a monster or. Um, uh, Cowgirl's Red Hawk you know these pungent wash rinds and you put it with a delicate beer like a Kolsch it's, um, it's n- you need to balance the intensities
1: yeah that, that's where I, my, my, my whole argument on, on the bad pairing is basically the pairings should complement one another in some way and if they're not complementary and one of them is dominating the other that to me is a bad pairing
3: yeah, you know it's kind of like watching a tennis match where one person's really good and one person's not, and it's no—it's no, it's no fun to watch that. It's much more fun to watch when the partners you just keep are looking one way. equal. <laughs> yeah, and you get a nice volley going.
0: Hey, Janet, that's one yep. of the best analogies I've ever heard in my life.
3: Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> works, works for me.
0: What are you doing next Friday?
1: <laughs> Jeez, ready, smitten, back a cold one. <laughs> All right, there you are. <laughs> Well I guess on contrast to that what would you say what what makes a really good pairing when you're going through these what are the the flavors that like for you know we have the they uh what we have coming up let me see what we have coming up we're we're doing the allagash for the quad what would you say is a good for like a a quad beer what's a what's a good type of cheese uh
3: you know I love everything that allagash makes they just have the golden touch um and a quad you know we know before we even taste it it's going to have a lot of alcohol and body and it's uh going to be pretty malty so i want a cheese that's aged so that you know cheese that has some intensity that comes from aging it and a cheese that has some kind of nutty and uh toasted butter brown butter notes i think you've chosen a really good one um, with the Gruyere because that's exactly how I would describe a Gruyere. And the more aged, the better with that that cheese. There's some um, you know, year old, eighteen month old or sixteen month-old, eighteen month old Gruyers that are fabulous. They get really um, almost like peanut butter smells, roasted butter smell, roasted nut smells, uh, that are fabulous with that multi quad.
1: I think that's I think the one we have is a two year. I think I think it's wow. a, yeah, it's an eighteen or a twenty-four. I don't remember which it is. But uh, yeah, yeah the, the budget didn't call for too too much of an age. Derek was digging in <laughs> the back of the shelf for that one.
3: Well, when you get that kind of age, you know, as cheeses age, they're losing moisture, mm-hmm. and so Good they try. just yeah. get more intense. Everything about them gets more intense and concentrated, and that's when you need to bring out the big guns uh, on the beer side, which which you did.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, we're we're doing we're doing what this is now two for two. So we're gonna, we're going to keep working through. Uh, yeah,
2: Derek's head is enlarging in the studio. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to get him yeah. out of here.
3: You know, it's not. I think it's not that hard. <laughs> no. to get this right. Uh, once you understand, I think the interplay of um, malt and we haven't talked about hops, um, but you know, I know you're doing an IPA in your lineup, mm-hmm. that Wild Devil, and I think when you get to a beer that's super hoppy, you want to pair it with something that's Pretty tangy, and uh, has some um, bite to it as well, or some high acid, because uh, the the beers have that acidity from the hops and the bite from the hops. So I think you've uh, there again. You've chosen well because you've chosen the Humboldt Fog, which yeah. is a very tart, tangy goat cheese. Uh, that is my so that is my
1: favorite cheese. Period. That's I, I, like my absolute favorite go-to is the Humboldt.
3: Yeah, it's a really popular cheese, and it's very it's iconic. I would say it's a really yeah. classic style. So uh, other cheeses can stand in for it if you can't find it. Um, Any goat cheese that has two or three weeks of age on it um, and still has that bright acidity is going to be a good match for a, a a hoppy beer.
0: Definitely. This has been wonderful. Jenna, you've been a lot of fun. You're one of my favorite interviews here on the show.
3: Well, I'm flattered. I'm sure I have some great competition.
0: Yeah, you definitely do, but uh, you were one of my favorites. Cheese and Beer is the name of the book, simply put, by Miss Janet Fletcher. You can get it anywhere, and I believe later on we're going to be giving away a copy of this, possibly? We are. Outstanding. Fabulous book, fabulous interview. Thank you for getting up so early, Janet, and being here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. My pleasure. Awesome. Enjoy your morning, and we'll talk to you again.
1: She's awesome. She was, it was real good. good. It was good. And, and that's, you know, really getting into that whole discussion on food and beer. It's like there's a lot going on. And bottom line, <clears throat> what Janet said is drink a whole lot of beer. <laughs> just <laughs> start drinking heavily. Out of, if you
0: get
2: anything out of this, show, How like, did she put it? She said she got into deep drinking of the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Learn about that alcohol.
1: Then, did you notice how quickly she then said <laughs> research, research. <laughs> Pick an alcoholic
0: beverage and just really start getting into it nonstop. And then look around and see if anybody... Wrote a book about what? anything about that particular alcoholic beverage. And she did use my rule
2: that I, all the time, that try a new beer. Always try a new one. You, there's yeah, there's uh, enough to you, you can like them if they're there, but if there's something new you haven't had, try it. Try it out. You don't perfect. know going to like
0: it. I mean, simply put, for the novice, uh, craft beer drinker. And, I mean, with the pairings and stuff. And if you're getting a thumbs up from her, Derek, that's uh, pretty cool. You ain't going to get, you know, she wrote the book, (laughs) and she's giving you a thumbs up. Maybe you should move to the West Coast. See ya. Good job, Derek. Way
2: to cut the cheese.
0: (laughs) Excellent job. Going to take a break. We'll be back here on the, yeah, what are we? The Beer Geeks Radio Hour (laughs) Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio.
1: Choosing the right law firm to represent you is a challenge. I'm Jonathan Comets of the Comets Law Firm. My firm has the skill, dedication, and experience to serve you and your family when you are in a time of need. So whether you've been injured in a car accident, have a business dispute, or have a family law issue, my firm can get you the results that you deserve. Check us out at CometsLaw.com because when you
4: need to go to court, you need us. Remember the beginning of summer when you had dreams?
5: I'm going camping every weekend. I'm
7: definitely going to through-hike the Appalachian Trail. Probably two or three times.
1: Just getting my bike tuned up to cycle across America. While we may have been
6: overambitious,
1: at REI, there's still time to make
6: summer dreams come true.
1: Save up to 30% on the best in outdoor gear and clothing at the REI Labor Day Sale and Clearance, August 22nd through September 1st.
4: It's the back-to-school block party at the Viewmont Mall, Dixon City, Saturday, September 6th from 10 to 3. Find amazing deals throughout the mall and enjoy free entertainment, interactive exhibits, and games sponsored by Commonwealth Connections Academy and Sky Zone Indoor Trampoline Park.
7: I'm Ken Pollock, and right now at Volvo Volksbury Screen, you can drive away in a Volvo S60 for just $179 A month, luxury, safety, and excitement starting at $179 a month. Ken Pollock's Volvo
5: Wilkes-Barre Scranton, VolvoWBS.com. Labor Day savings are in full swing at the Home Depot with 10% off appliances $396 or more. So let's kick those old appliances to the curb. You're long overdue for an upgrade, like a KitchenAid stainless steel French door refrigerator. Now available at the Home Depot. Let's do this with 10% off appliances. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. Valid through September 10th, U.S. only. KitchenAid available in select stores and everywhere online. See store for details. Wendy's Late Night presents The Buzzer.
6: Hey, check out this app. Tells you if you've got a good idea or not.
5: Okay. Extreme bowling? <laughs> Comic book hero costume party?
6: <laughs> Steakhouse Junior Cheeseburgers at Wendy's?
0: But it's late. That's not even an ad, is it?
6: Okay, you got me. But we can't fight imaginary crime on empty stomachs.
0: With Wendy's, your night just got better. Get a great deal on the new Steakhouse Junior Cheeseburger
1: Deluxe with Steakhouse Seasoned Beef and Garlic Aioli.
4: Now that's better.
1: At participating Wendy's for a limited time.
0: Right, we're back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3, NBC Sports Radio. My name's Freddie, the insignificant, significant one, the Grand Marshal and the Parade of Ill, the ODWB. I'm here with Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside, and my good friend, Mr. Eddie Agantovich. We're all enjoying cheese and craft beer, and what a good time we are having, and it continues. Here on the Sports Hub 102.3, NBC Sports Radio. So Miss Fletcher was a great interview. It was very good, wonderful. I'm very proud to have her today on this show. Wow. It was wonderful, and now we continue with these pairings that she gave you a
1: thumbs up on. Oh, and then took it away.
0: Yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she said,
2: you did a great job at all that. And then again, it's not that hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any idiot can do it. <laughs> well, we moved on to now. This is uh, my favorite cheese, the, the Humboldt Fog, which I, I absolutely adore from Cypress Grove. Um, She was saying, you know, if you can't find it, it it is available in our area. I I know I've seen it at a few different places. It's a really fantastic, it's a goat cheese. It's a a really good cheese. You know, a lot of people, when they first hear the term goat cheese, kind of get put off. Um, This is a really, really approachable goat cheese. Ed has never had it, and Ed Ed is enjoying (laughs) it very much, which is great. This Uh, is awesome. It's really smooth. It's really creamy. It's got some tang to it. Uh, it, what's, what's nice is they actually add a little bit of ash into the cheese Which kind of cuts through that acidity and really smooths everything out And we have that paired with is the uh, wild devil from victory Now what this is, uh, they just put this out two, two months ago I believe What this is is hop devil that they added some Britannomyces to So it gives a little bit of a tart kick to it and everything. This is kind of a limited one that they have. I mean, if you're looking to find this one, you can't find the bottle. I know uh, this week I I spoke to them at Cooper's. They're actually putting this one on tap. So they actually got this on tap at Cooper's, which is going to be awesome to build. See, I'm going to go down and try some of that on tap versus the bottle. Um, but no, it's it's a really, it's a fantastic Just don't fall your ration into cheese yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring some of my old Humboldt Fog down there with me And just sit there looking really <laughs> pathetic at the bar <laughs> But no, it, it's got a real nice kick to it And with the, the pairing of this, it's it's fantastic Look who found their slipper <laughs>
0: Billy from the Backyard Ale House. How you doing, Billy? do hey, you want to swing that around there to my boy? Doing good. How's everything going? Outstanding. Hey, buddy, the show starts at 10. I'm just <laughs> saying anything. But it's great it. <laughs> to have you here. We miss you. We miss your presence. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I missed
7: last week uh, the, fog well, busy of, with the, the fog of Peach Fest is <laughs> yeah, still, that's my boys. still lingering a little. Is that what you're calling it now? The fog? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the fog, the haze. That
1: fog and Peach Fest always gets in the
7: way, doesn't it? <laughs> that Peach Fest does get in the way. Yeah, so. it does. It's good to have you
1: here. You what got a fantastic
7: it? beer. Awesome. This is This is delicious. Yeah,
1: it's, it's really nice. It, it was a uh, really neat take on because, you know, we talked on here about sour beers a bunch of times. You know, one of the things that people have with it is the Britannomyces. And really, calling a beer a sour beer, that is not really the style of the beer that is the the taste perception, and really, when you get into it, a sour beer could be any beer. You could sour. Any beer It's like calling a, an IPA A hoppy beer Yeah It's the you flavor you're getting could, You could really make Any beer sour And this is case in point I like mean they're taking This isn't really pronounced It's not really in your face Aggressively sour I would I was saying to John Off the air I wish I had two bottles This one aged for a bit Because Botanomyces When you add that in Can really age indefinitely into beer. It'll smooth out for yeah. sure
7: This reminds me of Orville Just a little hoppier yeah. Orville That's just the probably The best way I could describe it Definitely
1: Yeah that's the one A lot of people really Are familiar with Botanomyces Is within the Orville but that's more than the Belgian pale ale. This is much more. I mean, the hop devil from Victory is really one of the the first in-your-face aggressive hoppy beers that came to market. Backyard so. Billy, before he even got
0: his butt in the chair, had the glass filled. <laughs> Thanks, John. Awesome.
6: Well.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, Johnny, you were on top of that. That's huh? right. We got to take care of him. We got to. You definitely. can call
1: us many things, but gracious is definitely one of them. Somebody, <laughs> that's for sure. that's somebody for sure. get the
0: man some damn cheese. <laughs> that was already there. He's got.
1: Yeah, he's got the cheese. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Already, I already dove in. Oh, yeah, all right, right, right. That's, that's the the Humboldt Fog from from Cypress Grove. I don't know if you ever had that cheese. It's a goat cheese. That's well, that the, the
0: Humboldt Fog and the Fog of Peach Fest <laughs> certainly. <laughs> hand in hand.
1: Oh, <laughs> we're double
7: flogging
2: here.
0: <laughs> hey Billy, while you're here, while you're here, what's going on at backyard this weekend, Not man? Not too
7: much. Well, actually, um well next week uh next weekend we're doing our fall beer release. So all the fall beers oh. that we've been holding we've back. been collecting and <laughs> it, holding back oh. uh, so it's fall beer la festa. Oh cool. You That's know? excellent. So, yeah, we're excited to, you know, uh, unveil all those beers, you know, the Warlock and Pumpkin, Smutty Nose, all the oh, all the stuff we've been, been collecting. Coming, they've been coming
1: fast and
0: furious. They have it's been. It's crazy.
7: You know, we've we've always just you know we always thought August was too early to to, to release those. So we're gonna time it with uh, Italian Fest weekend
0: and Uh-oh. and let it rip. So. Perfect, man. Yeah, it should be fun. I'll tell you what, craft beer names are just like punk rock band <laughs> beer names. There's it's it's so cool. It really is. The, the Smutty Nose. <laughs> Who thought that up, and what was the inspiration? I don't know. Maybe Derek's going to have
1: to Actually, find out. Yeah, you know, I don't know that the, where the name came. I, I know I, I've heard the story, but for some reason, I'm blanking. I don't know, but I know there there is a story behind it. It wasn't just... Uh Thrown together, Eric's in a nonsense. cheese fog. You can't remember the yeah. history. Of that. Uh, the Humboldt <laughs> fog is taking over my brain. <laughs>
0: that's great stuff, Billy. I'm glad. I'm glad you were able to get in here and let everybody know about that. That's going to be great stuff yeah, going on.
7: That's that should be a nice weekend. Next I weekend. think
0: it's going to be a fabulous weekend. How many more beers we have over there? We have this to finish off, and we got two more. All right, with, Eddie. With two more cheeses. Chop chop! I yeah. want to see what Eddie thinks about this beer. Ed, what do you think about this beer?
1: This is a very good beer from uh, Victory. Yeah, uh, classic Victory. Hoppiness all over the place. Um. A little bit of sourness to it, like you said. Like, uh, It's good. It's, it's
0: very, very good. Good with your cheese, man. Cheese I is phenomenal. I think his own <laughs> plate over there now. What's up with that? Good cheese pairing. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. It was all, all, all right. from Janet Fletcher. Yeah,
1: everyone's getting crushes left and <laughs> right. <We're> just, <laughs> it give, must be your week. Give him a, a rabbit
0: punch in the kidneys <laughs> over there for me. All right, Doctor Johnny Blind's. We'll okay, take care of him. Cool, man. Everybody's liking what they got going on here. We got Billy here, Dirty Derek set up with Miss Janet Fletcher. It's going to be good times. And I have this book that we have to give away. That is right. From Janet Fletcher. We'll give you the whole big fat skinny. If you call the helophone 855-777-1023, 855-777-1023. Cheese and beer from Janet Fletcher can be yours. Omerta, Lamb of God, here
6: on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Whoever appeals to the law against his fellow man is either a fool or a coward. Whoever cannot take care of himself without that law is both. For a wounded man shall say to his assailant, If I live, I will kill you. If I die, you are forgiven. Such is the rule of honor.
0: We're here. Lamb of God. Omerta Here on, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Your microphones are not on. I will not put them on until I am done speaking. (laughs) People eating cheese, drinking craft beer. Oh, it's a good good time. Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3, NBC Sports Radio. You'll be able to hear that interview with Janet. Uh, I keep saying Janet Weiss because I have friends that are going up to the Danville Hospital uh, today. And I don't know why I keep doing that. Well, that's why. Oh, Janet Fletcher,
1: cheese and beer. Simply put, great interview. Tell them where they can hear it, Dirty Derek. Well, now we are, uh, as of this week, we are now available. You can stream us on Stitcher Radio up on the old iTunes. You can listen to all of our past episodes now. We're, we're available worldwide. We're That's taking over. So right. you, you can actually listen back to all this stuff. And hop on our, our websites, beergeeksradio.com. Listen to all the episodes, streaming, all that fun stuff. It Show notes. Links are by social media. We're running wild with this. What are we drinking now? Now we have moved on to the Allagash Four. This is their Belgian right. quad. Uh, John, what's the ABV on this? I want I know it's it's double. Is ten percent? Yeah, ten. Yeah, ten percent. Yep. It's uh, it's but smooth. You <laughs> have no alcohol heat coming through whatsoever. We talked about that before on here. That when you get in the double digits, sometimes you know beers will have that little alcohol heat coming through, burn on the end. Nothing in this. It's in- incredibly smooth, and uh, we have this paired with the uh, Gruyere cheese. Another one that's we're talking about It's an aged one This is I think this is aged It's I don't remember It's either 16, 24 Somewhere around those months So it's a little aged to it Not overly I think she said 60 months With some of the other ones Like I don't know the budget for that one <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no This has a lot of really nice Smooth characteristics It's It's uh, a little more aggressive than the other cheeses we have, but as she said, as you get into some of these more aggressive beers, you need a more aggressive cheese to pair with it so that the other one's not dominating the right. other. So these really pair nicely with one another because they that, that have that Belgian quad characteristics of dark fruit and everything coming through, but a real smooth body. And it's just like a really highly enjoyable... It, it's surprising that it's 10% because this really drinks like a, a much lighter beer that you could yeah, actually... It really does. Yeah, it does.
2: Normal quadruples have the alcohol heat in it. This seems like... When you're tasting it, it's a lot lighter than that.
0: Guys yeah. are enjoying. What do you think, Billy? I think this is fantastic. Yeah? Oh, it's the, you, you mentioned
7: before about, you know, pairing, and, and there's two different types I like to so say. What's going to complement or what's going to cut through? Mm-hmm. And, and this one is one that complements very well, whereas blue cheese will, like the previous, the Humboldt Fog, that's going to cut through the, the flavors. So. Oh, we have a real
0: stinky blue cheese next. It would be nice.
1: Yeah. Stinky cheese. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> That's everybody always gets around to the stinky cheese, good times. But, Billy, you're digging this, and you're saying 10% here 10% on this beer? Yep. Hey, what do you 10%. think, man? I'm dying to know. Uh,
1: it, I've never had the beer before. It is good. Um, it, it It's malty. I almost taste like a, a fruitiness to it. I don't know if it's... Uh, it's that Belgian, when you yeah, get into these, the, the, the darker, like the, the dubbles and the quads, yeah. you have a lot of dark fruit characteristics, some cherry, figs, plums, things like that are going to really be present. And then you have it playing off that Belgian yeast, which kind of really highlights and accentuates the, the fruitiness. But, I mean, for ten yeah. uh, no, percent. No, no, yeah. I don't, don't want to put words in its mouth. This, no, no, no.
2: <laughs> and this cheese, being like she said, as it ages, it gets drier. Yeah, and, it, and it's a little stronger cheese flavor. So the strength and the dryness of it goes with the
1: the uh, the fruitiness and the in the complex flavors of the uh, of the quad. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot going on within and th- this pairing. You know, the the beer has a lot going on, and the cheese has a lot going on. So I mean, really putting those two together, you have a lot of different flavors playing. You know, on your palate and going on. And you you kind of have to pick apart. As she was saying, you know. You know, I'm not going to bash wine. Like, I, I, my fiance tries to get me to drink wine. I just, I'm not a big wine fan. I can appreciate wine. You want some cheese
2: with
4: your wine?
1: (laughs) But there's a lot more, when you're pairing beer with cheese, there's a lot more flavors to really take into consideration as you're doing these pairings and what's going to play well off one another. And you have to keep a lot more in mind. Whereas, you know, wine, like, yeah, there's differentiations as in in years and vintages, all these different things of how long it's been aged and what grape was used in it. But basically at the end of the day, really it's, it's grapes and cheese is really what you're getting into. So you're going to have to really keep that in mind as you're doing these, these playing off one another. So it's really the acidity is the big thing with wine when you're pairing it. Whereas with beer, like you have the malt to take consideration into, you know, the hops, the the alcohol, the flavors, you know, all these different things going on. And then you have the acidity too. Like when we're getting into the sour beers, you need to have that in mind as you're pairing that with certain cheeses. And she was saying, you know, use a fattier cheese to pair with something a little more acidic. Uh-
2: I heard something a while ago that I think it was Garrett Oliver in his book saying about pairing the the beers with the cheeses that uh, while wine and cheese are great and, you know, everybody loves to do that, is that there's many, many more, like by a ton, beers that pair... The same or better with every cheese because wines are limited, it's kind of a finite number of combination of grapes. whereas beer, you see the crazy things they put in beers, it's new every day, so there's yeah. that many more opportunities and chances to, to pair better with the
1: cheese than there is with wine. so, so do them both and just with with the, with the body too of a beer versus a wine, I mean like you have you know we started out with the Dale's pale ale. That's six and a half percent, a lot lighter when you're getting into these things. Like, next, we're gonna be having like an imperial stout. So, when you're getting into that, you have a much thicker mouthfeel. So, I mean, you're gonna have, you use a lighter cheese with that, it's gone. It's just completely washed out, and there's no pairing whatsoever. It's just disappeared into this kind of beer. So, you really have to keep that in mind as you're doing these things. I mean, having this, it's mm-hmm. nice with this Belgian quad because, you know, some of the other quads are a little bit thicker. This is actually a little bit more on the thin side, and you can actually kind of see. Not through it, but it's a little clearer than some of the other Belgian quads that are just completely dark. Like you yeah, It's more see. of an amber color than yeah. a,
2: a dark brown it, it's color. It's
1: surprising. As you pour it, you're kind of expecting cool. a little bit darker, especially in the quad it's a lot more beefed up. But really, really enjoyable. I mean, I, I love everything I've ever had from Allagash. They're one of the best breweries. We vote yes. Mm. Yeah. We vote yes. Everybody digging it.
0: <laughs> and how many more beers do we have here? Uno. Uno. One more big beer? Boy, you coming for the big Banchis. times there, Billy Boy. <laughs> Backyard Ale he House mess hanging around. out here. He has a big weekend plan next weekend. Going to be fabulous. I am going to be stopping down this Wednesday night. This time you better not stand me up again. Stand
7: you up. Come on. I was waiting there for hours. No. You were late. Dude, you I'll tell you, you what. I
0: hung out for a little bit and I had a really, really good time, man. I really nice. did. It's always such a nice vibe. And look at now. It's people serving oh, it the
7: cheese. I, I, I could smell the stinky blue cheese from <laughs> at least
0: uh, a couple feet away. That's fantastic. Good times. Everybody getting theirs. Hey, if this doesn't pan out, you have a future ahead of you there. Dirty <laughs> <dinner cheese
1: waiter. laughs> if anybody wants to pay me to serve cheese, <laughs> I am available. All right. But it's still easy to do, right?
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: anybody right. can do it. Let's pass this one down. Now, this is the, uh, the final beer and the final cheese. This is from Great Divide. Now, they're, they're Yeti Imperial Yeti. Stout. Uh, that series is very well known. They do. I, I don't even know how many variations they do on that off the top of my head. I can think of at least three or four. But they, but they have. Uh, Where the blue cheese go? I didn't even get any yet. Boo frickety hoo. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not even going to say what just happened. But it's sitting in front of me. Um, but within this, oh. uh, you have. The, this. This is their oatmeal Yeti. Wow. Now, so this is a, a take on the oatmeal stout. Beefed up, so you have a lot, a lot <laughs> of different flavors coming through in this one. Really beefed up stout, uh, but no, this is what, what this is paired with. Uh, and those who know cheeses will know what this cheese is. This is the Maytag Blue Cheese, a very pungent, strong blue cheese. You see those kind of veins running through the cheese and everything. A you know, very flavorful, very aggressive in-your-face cheese. But if this was paired with a lighter beer. Would just decimate the beer, so you really need to have something that's got this beefed up flavor within this one. So, wow. John, John, what do you think of this one? Because you haven't wow.
2: I mean, when I, I had the um, the cheese first and then washed it in the the beer into it, and uh, boy, it really gets together there and really makes it. It's almost like um, a beer cheese dish or whatever you wow, want to call it. Wow, you're like over, overcome yeah. over there. Yeah, it's kind of like a lot of flavor, and it's really, really rich. Wow. And really, really flavorful, so uh, it's delicious that there's th- the complexity of the beer goes in with that strong taste of the cheese, and goes in there, and stinky cheese with this beer is excellent.
0: It's like you got hit with smelling salts <laughs> after getting sacked over there, John. Here's, cut. Here, Scott. yeah. Took one for the team. Yep.
7: It's amazing how much this cheese lingers on the palate, yeah. even even with... Yeah, drinking in a a Russian Imperial
1: stout and it's still there with you. Yeah, so. it's a very very pungent. Jesus so like you you would not pair a Maytag blue with with yeah. any kind of lighter beer. You you wouldn't have the beer anymore. You would just taste Guys, oh, with football season right around the corner now, too.
0: Some of these pairings would be great for a first week football celebration. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I F- hear you, 15%, percent, baby. Yeah.
7: <laughs> we wouldn't even make it to halftime in the first game. What are you talking about? You like
0: that? That's a good idea though,
7: right? I think, it, yard, is. Billy? I think it is. All right, I think good. we'll
0: we'll have to make this happen. All right. That's
2: why. Wait, be- wait, wait, beer, cheese, and football? Mm-hmm. Can I get a first? Is row this seat? America
0: <laughs> or what? What a country. All we need then is a pair of nipples and I got them. It'd be I got pan- nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite lines ever. That's, I'm sorry to interrupt with crazy
1: you stuff. No, you did not interrupt at all. <laughs> We're making plans here. That's all color right. commentary. That's what that is. All right. I'm the color <laughs> commentator. <laughs> so what, what? have you had this beer before or no? Never have. What, um, do, you, what do you think of this one? It. it it's good. Um... I'm not much of a stout person, but if I was going to drink a stout,
0: this would be it. Oatmeal Yeti. Oatmeal Yeti. Oatmeal Eddie for Yeti for Eddie, and, <laughs> and he takes a picture of every bottle. <laughs> so when he's walking through. Uh, to to look for a beer he could recognize it and see if he'd ever seen it before. <laughs> and the the, it the cheese was paired up very well. Okay, the, cool. Yeah, they, they linger. So, <laughs> so you're saying yeah. it made it better? Yeah, kind of. Okay, great. Yeah, that's the, pretty the, much what John was saying. It was an explosion in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 this is a right. it was. Right.
1: No, it was <laughs> 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 Took me a second.
0: No, all know. right? <laughs> Let's pull this back,
1: <laughs> guys. You guys are nasty. So the the
0: blue Us cheese guys are nasty.
1: Wait. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> blue cheese, this blue cheese is is a very pungent cheese, though. Um, it's not a, a standard blue cheese by any means. If you were to compare a Maytag versus, you know, a, a standard blue cheese you would get, you know, that you see on a salad or something like that. This is, has a lot more characteristic, a lot more body. It's very creamy. You have all those type of, uh, you know, tart characteristics, very acidic, kind of coming through on this one. And when you're pairing it up with it with this kind of stout like this, Um, You know, it has a lot of flavor. It's very, you you have a lot of chocolate coming through, coffee, all those lovely characteristics that we love in a Russian Imperial stout balance out nicely. If you had this cheese, it's a cheese that you would definitely have on its own and would not think this would go great with a stout. It doesn't have, it doesn't jump out saying that, but when you pair the two, it makes complete sense. So this is one of those things that it's good to really be adventurous as you're doing these pairings because you might have something you might have had this and thought, oh, this might go well with an Imperial IPA. And it, it, I don't think these flavors would really go well with an Imperial IPA, but you might have that thought with the the flavor going on within this. And when you pair this with this kind of stout, it's perfect because the, the body of the two really melt right into one another. What you're saying is you might accidentally invent something really good. There you go. <laughs> That's you might, great. You might step into yeah, something you know, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> perfect accident, man. That is Awesome. So, I mean, it's, it's good as you're doing these, you know, it, it's great to have books like, like Janet's book out there. Right. So you can really have a baseline of where you're working from and where you want to go to. But, you know, be adventurous as you're doing these things and try different things. If you never had this cheese before, try you know, anything. It, it's good That's so how you find out what pairings work very well with one another and what ones don't. And you'll kind of understand what we're saying with you don't want to have a very light dish with a very powerful beer because you're going to lose the dish within that. And you also don't want to have a light beer with a very powerful, pungent dish. And everything that
2: we're saying is fine and dandy, and, and Derek getting all the matchings up based on the book and everything, but everybody's, as we always say, everybody's personal preference and personal taste... If you like something that we say is not supposed to be good, but you like it, go for it. Yeah. That's what it's no,
1: about. I don't say that. I say screw you. Yeah. No, I. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Now I mean, the cheese Nazi. <laughs> I the know what I'm you. doing.
0: <laughs> We're not doing reviews here. We're not saying the big yes or the big no. We're saying how it appeals to these guys. Well, that's the difference different.
7: of of a beer geek and a beer snob. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and this is the beer geek. Yeah. Radio. Definitely. Hour. <laughs> you know, we got
2: hey. thanks, Billy. You know, you got
0: bar owners, you got people that come in, you got restaurateurs, you have the customer that likes to go out, and the home brewer that wants to make his own beer. So
1: different palates. Yeah, don't don't be afraid to to look stupid. Don't be afraid to you know I'm gonna want to try this. I'm gonna order this beer. You know maybe if you're gonna if you're gonna sit down and order a salad and a Russian Imperial Stout, that's not gonna go well together. I'll tell you. But you know what? You're gonna find out when you have it. So don't be afraid of like trying these different pairings of like, well they said this wouldn't go well together. I want to try it. Try it. Just see how it is. Don't be afraid of looking stupid. Because that's the one that, what Jana was saying. When you you know walk into some of these stores and you don't have that craft beer knowledge, it's intimidating. Yeah. And you can definitely. feel like an idiot. And in some of the places you go to, you know, you might feel like someone's judging you or looking at you stupid because you have these craft beer snobs that are sitting there. Yeah. That will do that. And yep. I would personally like to punch them in the face. Oh, well, then <laughs> go look in the
0: mirror and take a good swing. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buddy Jack Retz offered him the Warman. man. Oh, But right. well, you will let
1: this go. No. No. He hangs out <laughs> like like raw
4: meat. The <laughs> trunk oh. aged Amstel
0: like <laughs>
1: <Yeah. Ew. laughs> Derek uh-huh. said, yeah. That. "Yeah." But you know what I did? I drank two of them. At a bar. Yeah,
0: no, uh-huh. Andrew, you're Two still an them. alcoholic.
1: I mean, you might be a snob, but you're an
0: alcoholic too. No, I'm only kidding. No one's an alcoholic in here.
2: Hey, Derek told everybody, don't be afraid to look stupid. He's perfect example. I <laughs> know he. I stupid every stupid. week. Come oh, on, man. Come on. I wish I had I look more
1: time <laughs> every week. I will high five that. Myself. I couldn't help that one. <laughs> I've been out there for a little while. And it's
0: John Kennedy and Huey Lewis here. They're all here all week. Well, yeah. All right, guys. This is great having you guys here again. We got Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside. Of course, Billy found his magic slipper. He is here from Backyard Ale House. Uh, I'm going to stop down Wednesday night. Come on down and join me. Have something to eat and chill out. And Billy and I are going to talk and Dr. Johnny Blindside and if Derek is going to stop by, that's cool. We're going to talk about a lot of cool stuff we got going on. Eddie, thank you very much for being Always here Always a Freddie. Love coming down. You're welcome here any week and I hate pushing this out the door but we got to push this out the door. i got a lot of good stuff going on today as well as these guys. Stop down the Backyard Ale House. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. You know where we're at. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. You can also listen to us on iTunes now. That's very cool. For Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside, uh, Backyard Billy, and my good friend Eddie, this was the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on the Sports Hub 102.3. Consider yourselves dealt with.